0: we <laughs> where we talk about real-life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis-trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, today I want to talk about anxiety. So many of you have anxiety and I just kind of want to continue this little mini series that we're doing about the physical symptoms of inflammation. And interestingly enough, anxiety is one of them. It can actually be triggered from the process of inflammation. And I also though want to talk about In addition to kind of those physical sensations of anxiety, I also want to shift the way you think about your anxiety. And where I want to start with this is not only becoming a little bit more clear on the feeling of anxiety and kind of um, understanding what's causing that kind of anxiety vibration that goes through your body, But I also want to spend a little bit of time talking about the ways that you might be processing your anxiety and the ways that um, are kind of common. And that includes, you know, resisting or avoiding or indulging in anxiety. So these are kind of like the standby ways that you might just process this sensation as it comes up throughout your day. But then I also want to offer to you a new way for how you can beneficially process your anxiety so that it doesn't gain more intensity by accident. Because I know that anxiety is not comfortable. (laughs) It's not one of those emotions that we like seek out in life. So I know that anything that we can do to better understand it or better be able to effectively process it is gonna be a really powerful tool for you to use in your life. So where I wanted to start was by getting more clear on what anxiety is as a sensation in the first place. So anxiety, it is a feeling and we know that feelings are created when we have sentences or thoughts in our brain. So anxiety, it's a very common feeling. And when we create it by thinking a sentence in our brain, what happens, so that sentence in our brain is like the trigger. So, which is just an amazingly beautiful thing. So your brain is the trigger for this series of events that happens next. So when your brain thinks up this thought, it triggers the release of many different chemicals and neuromodulators, neurotransmitters, hormones. And some of these may include cortisol or dopamine, serotonin, your thyroid hormones, epinephrine. It could be norepinephrine or it could be adrenaline. Like all of these different hormones or this chemical bath that you feel gets released when you think sentences in your brains. So just like all feelings, when your brain thinks a thought, it creates a feeling. And then that feeling is just a, it's just felt systemically through your body as a vibration in your body because of the release of this chemical bath. And as it works its way through your body, that's that experience of a feeling in your life. So, some emotions are obviously more intense than others. Some are more mild. But each of these are felt through this exact same chain of events. Your circumstance that you're in triggers a thought. So, If you're in a situation, your brain perceives it in a certain way. And that's that generation of a sentence in your brain. And then through that thought that you had about your circumstance, your brain triggers a feeling. So that's that chemical bath that goes throughout your body. And then from that chemical bath, each one feels different than the other, right? Happy feels different than sad. Anxiety feels different than depression. Like they're all different feelings and from that feeling that's that energy that gets generated that we then take action from. That's why sometimes the same action can totally be the same thing but it can feel very different and that's because sometimes the energy behind the action makes all the difference in the world. And we'll go into that a lot deeper in different episode. So today I want to talk about the ways that you may unintentionally be processing anxiety. So this is essentially what this means is it's what you do as you're allowing this chemical bath to be washed over your body. So this is when you're actively in that discomfort of anxiety, So many of you may give anxiety a lot of power over your life. You might think of anxiety as this intensely uncomfortable sensation to sit with. And it may lead you to consciously avoid situations that might create more of it. So essentially... You don't like to be uncomfortable. So, of course, you don't look for situations to be uncomfortable, right? And I think it's funny because your primal brain feels the exact same way about feeling discomfort. So, therefore, your primal brain will also subconsciously lead you away from these situations instead of leading you towards uncomfortable or instead of leading... Okay, so... Of course, your primal brain, it drives you away from discomfort and then instead it will guide you towards comfort and towards safe alternatives. That's like its defense mechanism to keep you safe, right? Because your primal brain just wants to keep you alive. And consciously and subconsciously, there are often these measures in place for you to avoid feeling uncomfortable or to avoid feeling anxiety. Examples of what this might look like may be you having a snack or a sweet treat instead of allowing this chemical bath to just wash through you, right? Because When you have a snack or a sweet treat, or if you indulge in some alcohol or watch some extra TV, all of this stuff is your brain's mechanism, your brain's way to guide you instead towards the comfort of life. So not only is it driving you away from the thing creating the anxiety, but then it's driving you towards comfort, getting you out of this sensation. And when you avoid anxiety, you actually might be inadvertently increasing the amount of damage this feeling may cause in your life. Because when you're overeating or you're overindulging in alcohol or you're watching more TV than what you want to or if you're working longer hours than what you want to, This is the thing that's going to lead to there being damage in your life. Anxiety in itself is just a sensation. It's just a chemical bath that goes over or through your body. Whereas the other things are the things that may create more of this damage effect in your life that may be a result of the anxiety. So that's one way that some of you may process anxiety is by avoiding it. So another way that some of you may process anxiety is by resisting it. So anxiety, it can be a feeling that is felt acutely, which means short term, or chronically or long term. So some of you may some of you may wake up with a low grade sensation of anxiety. And then once you wake up with anxiety, then your brain is off to the races to try to figure out what caused this anxiety in the first place. So you might frequently judge yourself then with thoughts like, what's wrong with me? Or normal people don't think like this. Or if I were normal, this wouldn't be an issue. Like whatever the thing you do, essentially what you're doing in this situation is you are resisting or you're pushing away this feeling. And by doing this, what might accidentally happen is that this feeling fights back, right? So when you, when you try to meet anger with anger, what normally happens, right? There becomes outbursts, there becomes more violence, Well, if you get mad at yourself for having anxiety with thoughts like, what's wrong with me? What this is going to do is actually create more of a robust and intense version of the original sensation of anxiety. You might accidentally convert a short-term event into a chronic feeling One where you can no longer find that off switch. When you resist, you are creating this battle within yourself where you lose 100% of the time. Because when you're resisting, when you're creating more of this sensation, it's creating more of this chemical bath, right? When you have more and more thoughts that start to go into this loop of thoughts, each one of those thoughts is the trigger that releases chemicals in your body. So that's how you can actually generate more of a robust or intense anxiety sensation is because you are resisting it by thinking essentially the wrong thoughts, thoughts that are not very beneficial to you. So that's the second way that you might process anxiety is by resisting it instead of avoiding it. So the other way that you might process anxiety is by indulging in it. So you might be the person that, okay, so you wake up with anxiety, maybe even as early as 3 a.m., and you may recognize that you have it and then go to work figuring out what you've done or haven't done for it to be there. So you may build this life where you're trying to outrun your anxiety by thinking up every single possible scenario and solving for them ahead of time. So you might act from the space of anxiety And your actions are going to come across as frantic or nervous or inherently chaotic. You might even have anxiety over having your anxiety, which is only going to work to increase the anxiety, increase the duration, increase the frequency of your anxiety in your life. So I see a lot of this type behavior with the more type A personalities. They don't ever want to be caught with their pants down where they don't know what to do in a certain situation. So they tend to overthink things. And when you overthink things, you are living in that space of the what if, right? And as we know, the thoughts or the sentences in your brain are the trigger that releases this chemical cascade. So if you spend most of your day in all these future scenarios what do you think is going to happen chronically over time? It is always going to be creating more and more of this sensation of anxiety because you cannot outrun it. This is when, I guess when you find yourself trying to outrun anxiety or to outthink anxiety, what you're actually doing is indulging in the anxiety because as we just said, When you indulge in it, that means that you are going to the space to try to solve for it. And that's when all those thoughts get generated, triggering more and more and more of the sensation of anxiety in the first place. So that will not work, and it will create even more havoc on your life. (laughs) So avoiding, resisting, and indulging are ways that you may be processing anxiety, that might not be serving you very well. It might be leading to more damage being done in your life. So there is another option that I want you to just consider. So this option, it's not intuitive. This option is going to force you into a life where you're more conscious and you're more intentional with your lifestyle. So what if instead of avoiding and resisting or indulging in your anxiety, what if you just allowed this sensation to pass through you? What if you recognized that the only thing creating this feeling was believing a sentence that was generated by your brain? What if you could allow yourself to breathe into the discomfort of watching your physical body react to this chemical cascade being generated? What if you intentionally chose to not allow these sentences to mean anything about you or the sensation to mean anything about you? And what if you just allowed it to remain this objective and neutral sensation What if you remained in the truth of your biology and you actually found strength knowing that you have a body that is trying to protect you? What if you remained in the truth that nothing external was causing you to feel this way and that nothing external can solve for this feeling that you're experiencing Breathing into anxiety is the only way that you can fully process it without allowing more harm to be generated. So anxiety, it is one of those sensations that it can do so much damage if you make a big deal about it. But I want you to instead just recognize that anxiety is one of the many emotions of being a human. Every human experiences anxiety. Nothing has gone wrong when you have anxiety and it's nothing to solve for. There's nothing wrong. There's no problem here. And the only task that you have ahead of you is just allowing yourself to remain without reacting in the discomfort of the chemical bath that is washing through your body. Then you get to intentionally listen to the thoughts that your brain is gonna come up with. And you get to choose what you want to believe. Or you get to choose what you want to act on because your brain is going to be trying to protect you. That is the whole point of anxiety in the first place, right? Anxiety serves us by heightening our awareness And by heightening our awareness, that is what keeps us safe. That's what caused us to be able to defend ourselves in the past. But now, this feeling of alertness, we just want to recognize that this is just our protection mechanism. Nothing's gone wrong. It was just generated by sentences in our brains that was triggered by circumstances around us. And now our job is just to allow this chemical bath to subside. Our bodies are also designed to be able to break down these chemicals that we self-create. And that takes a little bit of time. You have to have some patience with your body in order to allow these chemicals to essentially pass through you. And this is why allowing The anxiety without indulging in it or resisting or avoiding, that is how you can process it in a way where it actually will benefit you in the long run. So there's also one more thing that some of you may need to consider about your anxiety. And it may sound a little out of right field, but I want you to truly consider this possibility. Okay, so what if your body actually craved this chemical chaos of anxiety? Your body might crave the the cortisol and the adrenaline and the epinephrine. And what if you consciously want to get out of anxiety, but subconsciously, your brain is driving you towards those situations without regard. Maybe you subconsciously crave the high. You crave the chaos. You crave what you want out of it. And this is a very common response or a common um, way of living or acting in careers where you work in a very high-stress environment. Because once that anxiety gets turned on, it can sometimes be pretty hard to turn off, especially if you subconsciously crave it. But when you transition into leading a more conscious and intentional lifestyle, this is a process that you will begin to be able to watch and allow and slowly begin to back away from it, right? This is like slowly turning off that light switch instead of that quick on or off. And you may know that this is you if you take a few days to settle into vacation, right? Where you can't just go out and sit on a beach. You, you're you kind of like your skin is almost crawling. And that might be because you have a really hard time turning off this response and you may be subconsciously kind of craving this, this chemical chaos that anxiety can create. So I've really kind of talked a lot (laughs) about anxiety and about of a lot of different things so I want to go through and summarize some of these key points and so that you will in a very short and condensed way know how you can process it so that you can reduce the physical symptoms and reduce the symptom manifestations that can actually create more inflammation in the long run so so let's see point number one so anxiety all it is is a sensation that you feel because of this chemical bath of neuromodulators neurotransmitters and hormones that flow through your body that cascade was triggered because of a sentence in your brain So point two, anxiety is your body's defense mechanism. So by triggering this natural fight-or-flight response, anxiety will create in you alertness and this is something that's very highly valued by our primal brain. Point number three is that you experience anxiety because you're a human. Not because there's something wrong with you, not because something's gone wrong. The only way that anxiety can hurt you is if you avoid it, resist it, or indulge in it. Doing these things can create more anxiety and it will be like turning on this fight or flight switch. So point number four, anxiety, it should be breathed into And what I mean by that is that you will want to allow this feeling to pass through you. And patiently, you want to be feeling this sensation as you allow these chemicals and these fight or flight response, this chemical bath to slowly break down in your body I want you to patiently feel this sensation and give your body time to break all those chemicals down. It's the only way that you can quickly get rid of it is by just waiting for your body to slowly break them down. So step, or not step five, but point number five is anxiety. It may be a sensation that some of you may subconsciously crave. So I want you to consider this as a possibility And I want you to begin to gain a little bit of awareness if this is indeed you. And then I want you to remain in that conscious space and then to decide what you want to feel instead. So you subconsciously might want the anxiety because you want the chemicals, But consciously, this is where you get to grow and use that more mature adult brain. I want you to then choose how you want to instead feel and begin to think thoughts that are going to generate those feelings instead. So for those of you who regularly experience anxiety, I just want to offer, you are not alone. You may naturally feel anxiety more than others, and you may fall victim to kind of the, the influence of the culture that we live in, but it doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't make you less worthy than anybody else. It doesn't make you less valuable than anybody else if you have more anxiety, All this means is that it's your opportunity to embrace a natural discomfort in life. And what's going to happen if you embrace this and grow from it is that you're going to 100% of the time find yourself stronger and more resilient on the other side. You will be able to have a skill where you can process an intense feeling like anxiety And not allow this intense feeling to impact your life in any way. When you allow it to just pass through you, those chemicals cannot do damage. What does damage is when you process it incorrectly. So I hope this has been valuable for you. I Um, thank you so much for your time and for your interest in reducing your inflammation in your life. And I really, I look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Bye everyone. Hey, if you're in the market for some personalized attention, I want to encourage you to head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free introductory consult. For those of you who are loving this information, please go ahead and leave me a review so that others can have easier access to this information. Or leave me a comment or a question that you have about one of these episodes or even an idea for a future episode. As always, thank you so much for your interest in reducing your your inflammation, and I'll talk to you soon.